0: hello everybody i am a common sense american and i am coming at you for another week and this week we are still reeling from protests and rioting and looting and endless talks of racism and i really wanted to dive into this more uh last week i had spoke about the the fact that these riots there's something about them that The mainstream media doesn't want to talk about, and I'm really going to delve into this more because it has become borderline dangerous, and only for certain people, of course, Um, but they're making it dangerous for everybody, and in the end, what's going to happen is they're going to force a war or they're going to force people out, and the only people they want to force out are white people. And That is just plain and evident in every single move and action they make. They can talk about you know, being inclusive. They can talk about diversity. They can talk about everyone coming together in this big kumbaya session, but that's not really what they want. It's obviously not what they want. If they're talking reparations, it's not what they want. Reparations and equality are mutually exclusive. Those two things don't exist in a truly equal environment because, in a truly equal environment, nobody owes anybody anything for any reason. Because we are all responsible for our own lives, and we are not uh, discriminating against anybody. We never, we haven't, in a very long time, certainly. Um, and that's really that's that's really the first point I want to make here. Everywhere you go now, I can't avoid it. It's everywhere. It's it's on the the Google homepage it's on it's plastered all over Netflix it's all over newspapers it's on every major cable channel uh, I was scrolling through the channels yesterday and um, even it's not we know Oprah has her own network it's own OWN but they had a special about you know racism or whatever and it was pl- and it was on like a dozen different cable networks all running at the same time and, you know, you start to notice and you, you look on Amazon, you look at the, uh, the, the latest and hottest books or so they say, and it's all the same thing. Uh, I had done a podcast some, uh, some time ago about the, the number one reason why so many people, so many conservatives and Republicans and right wing individuals in general are so... Uh, at odds with the other side and so annoyed and so frustrated. And it's because of fatigue. And that is a big word for me, fatigue. We're just tired of this. We're tired of being accused. We're tired of being attacked. We're tired of constantly having to, or supposedly having to feel guilty about everything. We're tired of the endless liberal rhetoric that never changes, that only gets worse. They only double down when called out. We are tired, right? And what happens? This comes around and makes everything 10 times worse. Now, before it was, you could sort of avoid it if you went out of your way. Now you can't avoid it at all. And the message is the same. The message is exactly the same. Uh, It's basically saying that if you're white at this moment in time, you have two options. You can either apologize or you can shut up. That's it. There's nothing else for you to say. Now, it doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter what your actual thoughts are. It doesn't even really matter what side of the aisle you're on. All that matters is you need to be sorry. And if you're not sorry, and if you have anything else to add to the conversation, just shut up and go sit in a corner. And that is the message that's being sent right now. That is everywhere. Every single change, every single law, Every single new rule that lawmakers, Democrat lawmakers, and politicians want to implement will directly benefit everybody who is not white. The Kentucky governor basically just admitted that he wants automatic health care, free health care for everybody who's black. This is getting more than racist. It's out of control. And I was always suspicious when this whole George Floyd incident first started, how quickly it spiraled out of control. And I know, of course, that it doesn't matter. If it was a, a black cop and it was a, and the victim was white, we wouldn't have heard anything about it, ever. It have been buried on page 49 somewhere in some random local paper, and no one's going to care. That's the way it is. That's an absolute fact. That's just the truth. And even if it had happened, even if it had gotten any sort of uh, exposure, white people certainly would not have been allowed to protest and loot and riot about it. No way. Because that would be, you know, that's just, that's an anomaly. That's not normal. That doesn't happen ever, right? The, the, the bottom line is I knew, you know, that sort of explosion was coming because that's just predictable. That's the way it goes. You can't do that. Now, it's wrong. I've said several times in the past the way that the officers handled George Floyd is wrong. They should be punished. And that's the way it is. We're avoiding the fact that he's a career criminal. We're avoiding the fact that this is kind of how they often deal with career criminals. And yes, they, they went too far. They did it wrong. That should be altered. How they dealt with it was wrong. Yes, I understand that. However, we're avoiding a whole lot of other points here. And the one thing I always saw, I said, look, you know, they've always been trying to jam their racism crap down the throat as if it's still, you know, 1940 or something or even earlier. And... And they're still trying to make it sound like that's the way things are, and this is it's it's still a problem in that way, and we need to atone for it, we need to fix it, blah blah blah. Has anybody ever noticed that in all these things? I see things like popping up. I was I was on my Facebook feed the other day, and someone had posted up something about a local beach about how it had been com- almost completely white and totally uh, segregated, uh, you know, against blacks and against minorities up until 1970 and they're like that's their point well that was 19 until 1970 that, that was 50 years ago it's not segregated now and it hasn't been in 50 years why are you putting that up there it says well we have to be uh, we have to be cognizant of our history yes we know our history thank you so what it's not that way now and it hasn't been for a long time what are you talking about how is that even a point there's nothing to fix here it's been fixed it's been fixed for a long time Can you put up an incident as to how this beach is somehow racist today? No, you can't because I've been there. Half the people there are are black or a minority, and no one is being racist against anybody. This this is is what you will notice. You will find that when people are trying to present uh, problems for this country, they're using instances that are old, and not just old, not just a few years old, decades old. We haven't recovered from this. We haven't stopped seeing this. Well, then why can't you give us instances of that now? Why can't we see examples of that now? Where are these examples of this outright blatant racism that I don't see it? I only see racism against white people. That's all I ever see. I see it everywhere I look. I've made this these points many times before. If I pick up any sort of piece of entertainment, if I partake of a book, of a play, of a movie, of a TV show, has anybody noticed that it's perfectly okay to have an all-minority cast of anything, of characters, black, Asian, Latino, whatever. It can be any of those. It could be The entire cast can be that, and no one's going to blink an eye, and it's fine. I don't know how that's diverse, but it's fine. If it's all white, we have a problem. Has anybody noticed that if there's a villain, that if there's someone who is obviously, you know, sort of morally bankrupt or whatever... And there are minorities in that piece of entertainment that the only one who's ever allowed to be the villain is white. Think about it for a second. Look back at some of the things that you've seen, the, the movies or the shows or the books that you've read or things like that. Take, think about it. Have you ever seen recently any movie or any TV show or anything where the villain or the person that the audience is supposed to really hate or dislike is a minority? In a group of white people. Is that, will you ever see that? No. No, of course not. You will see a white person being a minority or being a villain amongst minorities because, of course, they're villains. They're painted as villains and everything. It's happening in video games, too, I've noticed. Some of you are not familiar, but, yes, of course, they have stories. And recently, I've seen several video games where it's exactly that. That is the rhetoric. If you're white, if the white, there's only like one white person in a, in a game I had had played recently and he's, there's a couple and every, both of them, both of them in those, in those scenes are just reprehensible human beings and everyone else, the black one you can trust from start to finish. This is the way things are going. Now, if you want diversity, you want equality, that's what I've always wanted. Then you just shut up about these things. You allow people to have the freedoms they're supposed to have. You don't uh, talk about skin color. It's not supposed to matter. It never mattered to me. It doesn't matter to anybody I know. I've never seen any examples of racism growing up. I have been around other people. I have been around minorities who could tell you that they haven't seen any examples of it. And yet, it's interesting that when the George Floyd thing happens, this gets rammed down our throat in such a way that makes me think that Democrats and leftists know That we don't have this. They know deep down that we simply do not have this problem that they are screaming about because they can't even cite examples of they have no freaking clue. They're using the George Floyd thing as if to say, see, this is still 1930 when we all know it's not. And no one who lives in this country could ever say that realistically. Doesn't matter what color you are. There's no one who can say that realistically with a straight face. It's ridiculous. We have made tremendous strides. But they know this, and they know that the only way to really prove, so-called prove, their point that this is actually happening, is to incite hostility and to force it to happen. If you scream at somebody long enough, yep, you'll get them to scream back, and then you'll prove your so-called point. You scream at white people in the streets long enough about how they're filthy Amoral, racist human beings. Well, they—they're only going to ignore that for so long, and when they push back, which some have started to do, they—the other side will immediately say, "See, we told you. See, you are racist." It's—it's—they're in, just inciting this war. They're creating it out of nothing, simply by being as hostile and racist as they can be, and. One of the things that really bothers me is that they both always, you know, the they call, talk about systemic racism. They talk about keeping people down in a variety of ways and how it spreads to so many parts of our culture. And every part of our culture that I can see is absolutely against white people from start to finish. I'm not trying to be racist. It's just what I'm seeing. If you want to. If you want to apply for a job and you got five applicants and, and one of them is white and all the other applicants are basically identical in every single possible way. The employer who has quotas to fulfill as to how diverse their work staff should be, who knows that hiring people and firing people is very racial and that if you hire a, a white person and fire a minority, you could be dragged in front of the labor board, but not vice versa. White people have no recourse in that way. They can't run to the newspapers. They can't run to the Labor Board. They can't run to the ACLU. And by the way, when's the last time the ACLU supported anybody who's white? Anybody who's white who's been supposedly discriminated against for the race. Has that ever happened? Let me know when it does. Because it does happen, but the ACLU would never pick that case up. Ever. The assumption being from that organization to every single Uh, news outlet on the planet, to, to Hollywood, every message that we see, whether it's overt, whether it's buried, whether it's subtle, or right in front of your face, is all the same, which is that if you are white, then you are at the bottom of the social ladder. That's where you reside, and that's where you're supposed to reside, and they're going to keep pushing you until they can create the war that they need to regain control and, uh, you know, government control of the entire place. You've got AOC now pushing for uh, more social services because, of course, this is all they socialists do, just give people money. Um, and the claim being that the reason why we're seeing so many a minority and African-American neighborhoods and things like that that are so bad is because there's not enough social services for them. Translation, we're not giving them enough stuff for nothing. And it's our fault anyway that, you know, they're there. Um, I really hate to say this, but has anybody noticed that um, we've been giving them social. They've had more social assistance than at any time in this country or probably human history, and uh, they're not getting any better. These neighborhoods aren't getting any better. They're just not. We're giving, we've given them everything through the nose we have paid in terms of welfare, in terms of assistance, in terms of health care assistance. Are, I've got people around me who are sitting on Husky, which is basically the state-given state um, free health care in Connecticut they don't have to do anything. They got they got health care. It's not great, but they have it. And the, you compare it to uh, you know 30, 40 years ago, and people saying, "Well, look at the poverty of uh, black neighborhoods or or Asian neighborhoods, or you know take a look at them." And we have to do something to fix this. So the Democrat answer to fix that was to throw money at it and just start giving people money for no reason whatsoever, supporting them, propping them up. It hasn't worked. If it had worked things would not be the way they are today. If that worked, those neighborhoods would be fine. They're not fine. They're worse, which of course reinforces the absolute fact that if you give people something for nothing, the only thing that's going to happen is everything goes backwards. You can't do that. You want to come up with another solution, fine. But maybe, just maybe, it's possible that people are in the positions they're in because of who they are. I live around a lot of poor areas, a lot of poor neighborhoods. You know what I see when I'm there? A lot of people not doing a goddamn thing. They move slow. They drive slow. They slump around. They got nothing to do. It's not that they don't have work. They do have work. Many of them have jobs. It's not that the unemployment rate's not that bad. It's just they work ten, you know, low-end jobs tend to. They never move up at these jobs because they don't really try. They don't really have any gumption. They don't have anything. These people are in the positions they're in because of the way they are. Give them more. It's not going to do any good. They're not going to do anything to be productive at this point because we're really not forcing them to be productive. We're giving them license to be less productive. I'm sorry if they're all, you know, if they're predominantly black. I don't know what to tell you. People of a similar skin color tend to flock together. It's been that way in in, mankind forever. And I've always said, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't really have a problem with certain countries and certain areas being predominantly this race. I don't understand why that's an issue. And by the way, once again, that's never a problem unless that race is white, unless that country or area is dominant white, then we have to fix it. Then we got to fix it. Then we got to bring people in. If it's dominant any other race, we we don't have a problem. Why? This is starting to wear on me. It's starting to wear on a lot of people who are not guilty, although you keep telling us we are. I have, When I was uh, younger, one of my favorite movies was Glory. It was, I think it was my favorite movie of all time when I was in college. My, one of my best friends in elementary school was African American. I never really saw anything odd about that. Didn't really think about it. Um, one of my uh, absolute favorite uh, books when I was in college was Ralph Ellison's The Invisible Man. Um, I, I, I've never been racist. I don't even, I, I condemn racism the same way I condemn violence against women. It, it's just, you're pathetic. You're, it's ridiculous. I hate that. And what has, what I have noticed in myself being beaten down by this constantly, and this has, that hasn't changed. I'm not suddenly racist, but I can tell you this, that when it comes to, uh, any entertainment when it comes to looking for a movie or reading a book or watching TV, if it's predominantly another race or it's, they're just all black or they're all Latino. I am far less likely to to watch it or read it. I am far less likely. And I admit that I'm far less likely to do it without even really knowing anything about the story. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. I'm tired. Okay. I'm tired of it. It's not that I'm tired of another other races being you know, everywhere, what I'm tired of is the absolute propaganda that is so transparent in everything now. Every time I see it, I just roll my eyes. And chances are, that form of entertainment is going to be preachy. It's going to have an agenda anyway. They pretty much all do. Once I've read this, the, the, the blurb of the story or the, a brief rundown of whatever it is, yep, I go, yeah, yeah, that's of course that's what it is. White people bad, everybody else good. I, what do you want from me? I'm not watching that. I'm not reading that. I'm not going to indulge in that as entertainment. When I pick up the newspaper and see again, oh, well, let's see, there was an African-American student who was arrested. She was arrested for getting into a fight on school grounds, and now they're suing because she was sort of dragged off in handcuffs. Now, I don't... I don't like the sound of that. I don't think anybody should be dragged up in handcuffs from a school, even if it is a high school. I, I, I never like the sound of that. But of course, this person is African American. Of course, the ACLU has picked up the case. They're saying she did. They did it because she was she was black. Now we're not saying anything about the other student. You can't find information about that other student. You can't find a name. You can't find who it is. You can't find what the fight was about. You can't find how badly the other person was hurt or if they were hurt. You can't find this part. The person who was arrest of what she did, what the what her past is like, you can't find anything. All it is is one giant race label. And again, it's becoming too predictable, it's becoming transparent and everywhere I look, I'm the villain for absolutely no reason. I'm the one who needs to be apologetic for absolutely no reason. I'm the one who needs to take a step back and assess my supposed impact and supposed privilege when I don't have never had any such thing ever. I'm the one fighting against being discriminated against. I don't care if you mock me or laugh at me, other liberals or minorities or whatever. This is how I feel. By the way, if you tell me that I'm not allowed to feel that way, if you tell me I'm not allowed to feel like I'm being marginalized or discriminated against, if you're laughing at that and saying that, no, you're not allowed to feel that way because of the color of your skin, that right there is the absolute epitome definition of racism. That's what that is. I would never say that to you, and I wouldn't be allowed to, am I? Saying I'm, quote, not allowed. Saying I I have to do this, or I have to do that. Or this is who I am, and this is what I need to acknowledge, because I'm white. That's all wrong, okay? And continually saying this country has a massive racism problem, while while only being managing to cite things that are 30 40 years old as if we're supposed to believe that this is still those times is wrong. You can't use George Floyd because the bottom line is there is absolute the guy was a criminal. He was. It was done wrong. Police brutality is a thing. Is it a common thing? I don't know. Does it need to be fixed? I haven't had a whole lot of experience with the police. Maybe it does. But the one thing you really can't do is try to pretend that this is indicative of something that's normal. That this is indicative, that this is a sign of a country that is still hugely racist. Because that is not happening every single day. Because you're, trust me, if there were more examples, they'd run out there and plaster them all over the page. And every once in a while, they can find one, and they do, but they ignore everything else. They ignore everything. A white person cannot be a victim. They can only be an oppressor. That is the message. And it's not working. And it's really going over badly because most people in this country are not racist. Most white people are not racist. They're not. And the idea that nobody but white people can be racist, that black on black crime isn't a thing, or blacks being racist against other races, or Latinos being racist against other races, I know I have a few Asian friends and they flat out admit that there's huge racism throughout the Asian culture. It's just the way it is. The Japanese really don't like the Chinese and vice versa. And that's just kind of everywhere. There's so many examples of that in the in the Orient. It's interesting, actually. But we're not going to talk about this. We're not talking about that. No, no, no. The only thing in this country right now is anti-white. And we're all sick of it. And you can't keep pushing that down people's throats when they're not guilty of this. They're not. And... If they are, then I will be the first to say we got you, that person needs to be. We need to talk to this person. That person needs to be educated. Everybody else, we're fine. Leave us the hell alone. And if you start coming after us with pitchforks and torches and saying that you need to be, you know, thrown into a re-education camp, that's it. We're leaving. I'm. T- we're reaching the point where I'm not sure I can handle this anymore. Uh, I can't. I can't handle constantly looking at someone's. Nasty, hostile face on a video camera, and them screaming about something that is not A, not true, and B, I never did, and nobody I know ever did, and most people never did, and are not guilty of, and it's just wrong. And your hostility and hate is coming across as inflammatory. And what's going to happen, like I said at the start, we're either going to react or we're going to leave. And maybe it's best to leave because we can't, if this spirals out of control, only bad things are going to happen, and I don't even want to be part of that either. Um, and I said also, I'm going to make this point last, um, I had said earlier in a podcast, I think it was last year, where I said, bottom line is white people don't have a culture, and you're not allowed to have one. You're not allowed to celebrate the fact that you're white. You can only uh, bemoan it. You can only condemn it. You can only be, you know, feel guilty about it. You are not allowed to be proud of it. Every other race is can be proud of it. We can't. Absolutely not. And if any liberal or Democrat wants to uh, try and say that that's not true, I'd be happy to listen because that's sure what it sounds like. And that's what it seems like. That's what it feels like every single day. That's my spiel for today. Uh, Again, I I try to hope every day that things will get better. But it doesn't seem to be. And again, we're just being beaten over the head over and over and over and over again. Something that isn't here. But they want to make it come here and they're going to do it by pushing us toward it. And I don't know what the best reaction to that is. I don't know if it's better to push back and fix this and try and fight for real equality or to just, I don't know, get the hell out. Avoid these people as long as humanly possible. Maybe that's the best thing to do. I don't know. I, I know I can't deal with them anymore. I'm avoiding them more and more and more. In every every respect of my life, I cannot deal with this anymore. You want to, you are you know, one thing's happened. I'm going to react in a bad way, or I'm just going to stay away. And I think a lot of people feel that way now. And I hope they understand that's what they're pushing them to. And well, like I said, maybe that's what exactly what they want. That's what they're pushing for. So anyway, that's it. Uh, Please uh, consider subscribing. I only do one brief show a week, 20 to 25 minutes. I'm running a little long this week. I have been for the past few weeks, actually. Um, I'm going to try and keep that back. Um, I'm on, uh, you can find me on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and You can ask Alexa, although Common Sense American, I think, is probably too common. There's probably a lot of podcasts named that or something like that, so who knows if you'll get me if you try that. Uh, But obviously, you can find me on Twitter. That's where most of my following is. Um, And I always appreciate it. And uh, again, always free, no ads. uh, Please try and be reflective and, and just open your eyes as to what's happening. And if you want to be equal, notice that what's going on around you has nothing to do with equality. And that's my message. And I will see you again next week. Thank you.